0: John Chapter eleven Beginning with verse twenty four John Chapter eleven beginning with verse 24. (coughs) These are the words that you find there. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection and at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Amen. As we approach our celebration of the resurrection, as we approach the greatest act in the life of the church, I want to make sure that we have a clear understanding of what we celebrate on Easter morning. When we come with all of our array and when we come with all of our celebration, Nobody else understands. We need to understand what the resurrection is all about. I want to talk about Jesus, the resurrection, and the life. Jesus, the resurrection, and the life. It's amazing to me. whether you realize it or not, that everybody born into this world has to at some point and somehow has to deal with Jesus in one way or another. The name of Jesus is so great in all of the earth, that you can't go through this life without making a decision. Believe me, before you leave here, you will make a decision one way or the other. You cannot go through this life without making a decision either to accept him or reject him. Now, if you're sitting here in the sound of my voice and you have not accepted him, (laughs) that means to this point, you have rejected him. There is no middle ground. Either you accept him or you reject him. Many claim to believe in Jesus, but then they say they are not sure about this resurrection stuff. I believe in Jesus as the man. I believe. That I believe all of that. But I'm not sure about the resurrection. Not sure. They. 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 they yeah. Yeah. That. I. I that. They, they say I'm really not sure that I believe that 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 a man was dead and came to life again. I'm not really sure. I believe that. But Jesus here in this text. Throws a monkey wrench in that kind of thinking by saying to really believe on me you have to believe on the resurrection that's right, that's right. why? because I am the resurrection is that in your book? I am the resurrection and I am the life the text reveals here that this story, it, it, it's all revealed here in the text. I, I, I won't go through, it's an old story and I've told it many times. We won't go through the whole story of John 12. And yeah, it, it gives us a, a review. It gives us, it shows us, John 11, it shows us a preview of the power of death and the grave. It gives us a preview That's right. of Jesus, how he has power over both. Death and the grave. You remember here in this text, in chapter 11, Jesus gets word that his friend Lazarus is sick. But if you read it closely, you will see that Jesus purposely stayed away. He purposely stayed away until his friend Lazarus died. And after his friend was dead, he looked at the disciples and said, let's head to Bethany. Let's go to Bethany and see about him after he died. Let's go see about him. Now, Jesus really, when you really look at it, he's trying to give his disciples a preview as to what was about to happen, but somehow, although he was trying to give them a preview, they, they, they could not comprehend what he was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, he said, our friend Lazarus, listen to what he said, trying to give him a preview, he said, our friend Lazarus is sleeping, and I'm going to wake him up. <laughs> Here's the shout right here. Here's the shout right here. Oh, all of us, one day, will fall asleep. Anybody want to shout? Here's a good place right here. Everybody in here, in the sound of my voice, including me, all of us will one day fall asleep. But we have the assurance that Jesus, y'all ain't hearing me, Jesus is coming back one day, and guess what? He's going to wake us all. Are y'all hearing this? He tried to give him a hint. Tried to try tried, tried to give them uh, yeah Lazarus is sleeping, and I'm going to wake him up. But in their shallow thinking, they yeah, and also in their fear of going back to uh, near Jerusalem, they, they they said, well now Jesus, uh, if he's sleeping, he's doing well. <laughs> Matter of fact, he's doing better than we do, and we're on the run. <laughs> Jesus, if he is sleeping. He's doing well, but eventually Jesus had to put it in terms that they could understand. They went on, he went on and said, Lazarus is dead, but here is where I want to get to. They're on their way back to Bethany. They're on their way back. They've heard, they've gotten word that, 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 that Lazarus is sick. They waited until he, has, he is dead, and now they're on their way back. And Martha, the sister of Lazarus, who is dead, she gets word that Jesus is coming. And I believe, I believe, in my mind, I, I just believe that she's trying to meet him to head him off. I believe she's trying to meet especially since she knows that her brother is already dead. So I believe she's going there, she's trying to meet him to head him off. And Bethany was only about two miles outside of Jerusalem, and not long ago, Jesus had to run from Jerusalem. You remember, it hadn't been long that they ran him out of Jerusalem. and They were attempting to take his life. So she goes out, the sister of the dead man, she goes out to meet him to try to turn him around. He's already dead, no need in coming back, putting your life in danger. She goes out to meet him. You know the story. You read it. You read it. She goes out to meet him, and I believe that that was her purpose. But as she goes out to meet him, she could not resist to speak her true feelings. She sent for him four days ago, and he didn't show up. Her brother was already dead by the time he got there. So although I believe she meant well in trying to head him off, she could not help. She couldn't help herself. She had to speak what she was feeling. 21, she says, if you had been here, she had to say it. She's going to help herself. Jesus, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. Check it out. I've been searching. I've been looking around. Check it out. Nobody ever died in the presence of Jesus. If you had been here, our brother would not have died. But here is his response. In verse 23, he said to her, your brother will live again. Y'all hearing this? Your brother will live again. Now, what we've got to understand is that Lazarus is dead and he's been in the grave. Are y'all hearing me? He's been dead and in the grave for four days. Jesus says, your brother will live again. They've been dead for these days. His sisters have been surrounded for four days with friends. And verse 19 wants to make sure that we understand the friends that came around. They were all Jews. And and these these Jews, all these Jewish friends came. They were well wishes, and they wanted to come and console them. So for four days, they've been consoled with people. Now, understand who these people are. They are Jewish people. They are people of the promise. And they know the scriptures. At least they knew the scriptures that they had, the Old Testament. And although they had only the Old Testament, these people who are around them and trying to console them, They had already bought into the truth of the resurrection out of the Old Testament. Just reading the Old Testament, they had already bought into the idea of a resurrection. They had already bought into the idea of everlasting life. Hebrew 1113 is talking about these people, these saints. It says they all died in faith, having never received the promise yeah what that means that all of the, they all died before Jesus got here, they all died before Jesus was born, those Old Testament saints, they never saw Jesus, they all died in faith that somebody was coming. Oh, y'all hear but but having the, yeah the, the Hebrew says that they saw it afar off. They, they didn't see Jesus, but they didn't see that plan of salvation, but they saw it afar off, and they were persuaded by them. That's all in Hebrew. And they embraced them, and they confessed that they were just strangers and pilgrims on this earth. And in case anybody hadn't told you lately, you need to go on and buy in that concept. You and I, we are just pilgrims y'all hearing me? Pilgrims going through this barren land. What is a pilgrim? A pilgrim is a person that never stays in one place. Pilgrims don't build brick houses because they know that where they are, they're not going to be there. Are y'all hearing me? I'm trying to help somebody out here. Don't you fall in love with the things of this world. Are you hearing me? Don't you fall in love with that house and that car because I want you to know it just a few more days. Y'all ain't hearing me. Either you're going to leave it or it's going to leave you. We are just pilgrims going through this barren land. Yeah, verse fourteen, sixteen of that same book in, in Hebrew says that they were seeking a country. That they desire a better country, that is an heavenly. I wonder, is there anybody in the sound of my voice that knows that got to be something better than this? Amen. I wonder if I got one witness in the house. When I look around, every time I look at the news, yeah, yeah, the first twenty minutes is somebody being shot down. That got to be something better than this. Amen. We, we've got a, a, a crazy man that's decided to run for the leader of this nation. And there are folk who are trying to, That has got to be something better than this. They designed a better country, which is in heavenly. And it says, for God, they, they knew all of this, for God has prepared for them a city. So, so the fact that there is a life after death was no news to them. They, it was not news to them. They studied, it. they studied passages. They studied the Old Testament. They read in the book of Daniel where they're talking about the shadows. In the book of Daniel, it says, and this is Old Testament, he says, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars. This is in the Old Testament. They read the writings of Job, where Job writes, where it's written in Job, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and that he shall stand in the latter day upon the earth, And though after the skin worms had destroyed this body, yet in my flesh will I see. Are y'all hearing me? This is Old Testament. So they already believed that this life was not the end. They believed all of that. They just didn't believe that Jesus had anything to do with it are y'all hearing me? They believed that there would be another life. They believed that there's life after death. They just did not believe that Jesus had anything to do with it. Listen to Martha. Jesus says that your brother will rise again. Martha said I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection in the last day. I know that. You ain't you ain't saying nothing. I, I know that. I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. You see, they had a belief in the resurrection, but their belief was, yeah, was, as the Hebrew writer puts it, their belief was, in, as it were, a shadow. It wasn't complete. It wasn't clear. They believed it, but they didn't have a clear picture of what the resurrection really was. But Jesus came to earth to bring the resurrection out of the shadows and make it crystal clear. And he didn't wait until Easter morning to do it. Are y'all hearing me? He wanted wanted this thing. I want this to be crystal clear. And I don't want to wait. I'm not going to wait until resurrection morning to make it clear. It was there in this conversation that he stands there with Martha. She says, I know he's going to get up in the resurrection. Jesus says, you don't know who you're talking to. (laughs) Are y'all hearing me? I I know he's going to get up in the resurrection. Jesus says, "Uh, you have no idea who I am. Jesus uh, says to her, I am. Are y'all hearing me? I am the resurrection and the life. What Jesus did was to take the doctrine out of the book yes, sir. Yeah. and put it in a person. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And while we appreciate everything the Bible teaches, yes, the Old Testament and the New Testament, uh, yeah, we, ab- we appreciate everything that the Bible teaches. We realize that we are not saved, though, by A doctrine that is written in a book. We are saved by a redeemer. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say we are saved by a redeemer. Think about it. Think about it. Sick folk are not made well by medical journals. They're made well by doctors. Are y'all hearing me? People in trouble... They, they 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 ain't wanting to read a law book they want a lawyer Amen. oh y'all hear me I'm going somewhere likewise Amen. when you are facing the chilly hand of death Oh, yes, I thank God for his promise. I thank God for what's written in this book. But when I face the chilly hand of death, I need a Savior. Are y'all hearing me? I need a Savior. And Jesus says, here I am. I am the resurrection. I am the life. I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me Though he, and see, you have to look for places to shout. Here's a good place to shout. Though he were dead. Y'all ain't hearing me. That's, That's a shouting place right there. Though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And then he teaches this lesson. And after he gets through teaching this lesson, he says, Come on, let me give you a demonstration. <laughs> you all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, me Show me. Where your lady. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. <laughs> where you lady. Yeah, now Nobody is quick because he's been dead and in the grave for four days. And and, and they think he must be losing his mind. But it says, show me where your lady shows up at the grave of Lazarus, has a stone rolled away. And uh, then he lifts his voice. And uh, he speaks these words, Lazarus, come forth. Are y'all hearing me? Sounds like some simple words, and but it ain't about the words. It's about who's speaking them. He says, Lazarus, come forth. And uh, according to verse forty-four, he that was dead. Yes. <laughs> Y'all ain't here. Y'all don't know when to shout. He that was there. Are y'all hearing me? Let me talk to somebody that has lost somebody here lately. Yeah. He that was Y'all ain't hearing me. He that was there. Now he came forth. But don't be confused by what happened that day. Are y'all hearing me? Don't be confused by what happened that day in the earthly ministry of Jesus. Don't be confused by what was going on that day uh, yeah, yeah, in the life of Jesus, because uh, yeah, if you read the Bible, you'll see that there were others that were awakened from death during the life of Jesus. Read the Bible, you'll see that the daughter of Jairus, yeah, the daughter of Jairus, An official in the synagogue, you'll find out that one day Jesus went. His daughter died of a fever. But Jesus went to her room and brought her back. Yeah, Yeah. you keep on reading. There was a time that Jesus stopped a funeral procession. A widow was about to bury her only son. But Jesus stopped the procession and brought her son back to life. And now he has just gone to a graveside and called his friend Lazarus back to life from the dead. But here it is. These were not resurrections. Y'all ain't hearing me. These were not resurrections in a sense and what the word means uh, they were in a sense resuscitations not resurrections resuscitations brought back to life, but here is the difference, yes, uh, although their lives were restored, uh, they were not brought to eternal life, y'all ain't hearing me, here is the difference, they died, uh, they were brought back, but every one of them died again, y'all ain't hearing me, that's what sets what Jesus did uh, apart from uh, what happened with everybody else, yeah, yeah, the thing that sets him apart is uh, we serve uh, a risen Savior, yeah, are y'all hearing me, we serve a risen Savior, yeah, he's in uh, the world today, I know that he is living, yeah, no matter what men uh, may say yeah. i hear his voice uh, of mercy yeah i see uh, his voice of cheer yeah and just uh, the time i need him yeah he's always near yeah you want to know what the difference is yeah he lives he lives. Christ Jesus. He lives a day. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how. Yeah, I know he lives. He lives. He lives. Uh, My heart, Jesus, uh, He got up uh, and don't you fool yourself. He lives uh, right now. So, Jesus, uh, He came uh, not only as one uh, who would conquer death, uh, He comes uh, as not only one. uh, Who would conquer death, uh, but he comes uh, as the source uh, of life. I am the resurrection, uh, and I am uh, the life. Uh, Are y'all hearing me? see a lot of y'all right now. You think you're living, yeah, but really you're just existing, yeah. Unless you have Jesus, yeah. Are you hearing me? Unless you have Jesus, uh, you're not really living. uh, You're just existing. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. You see, Jesus uh, did not go to the cross just so you could exist. Y'all ain't hearing me. He didn't lay in a cold. Grave just so you can exist. He didn't get up with all power in his hand just so you could exist. He did all of that that we might live. Are you hearing me? He said, Come that you might yeah, have life uh, and have it uh, more abundantly yeah. yes uh, don't know uh, about anybody else uh, but you yes, uh, is all uh, the world to uh, me my life my joy and my own is uh, my strength uh, from day to day uh, and without was right and that's my story I heard the voice of Jesus say come unto me and rest lay down thy weary one lay down thy head upon my breast I came to Jesus as I was weary Place, uh, and he uh, has made me glad. Well, uh, I'm through now. Yeah, but I got one more question. Yeah, right out of the text, yeah, and that question is this: uh, Do you uh, believe this? Do you uh, believe? Uh, are y'all hearing me? Uh, do you believe uh, that Jesus, uh, that He suffered, the land? And uh, do you believe that early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand? Yes. Yes. Don't know about anybody else, but I believe, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he's coming back to gather his own. I believe that he's gone to prepare a place for me and for you, and one of these old days, he Down, but that's all right because it's well it's well yes, yes. Well, well with my song I can only speak for me but I've decided to make this Jesus my choice. Some folk live with their treasures and houses and land. Some folk choose silver and gold. These things they treasure but they forget about their soul. But let me just tell you about me. I've decided I've decided to make Jesus My choice. I wonder if I got a witness in the house. He's my choice. Yeah, yeah, yes. Some folk would rather have houses. Houses and land. Oh, Forget- good.
1: My
2: like to Jesus. to the gospel than Jesus telling us that he is the resurrection and the very life but Lord it is our desire that somebody answers the great question do you believe that do you believe that he was born of a virgin do you you believe he lived a sinless life? Do you believe that they nailed his hands and nailed his feet? Do you believe that they raised Jesus up on that Friday? Do you believe that he laid his head in the locks of his shoulders and died on that cross? Laid him in Joseph's Borrowed Tomb stayed there all night Friday, stayed there Saturday, all night Saturday. Do you believe though the early Sunday morning yeah, yeah, yeah. through the power of our God Jesus got up from the dead and that was resurrection? For when Jesus got up. He brought life to everybody who will say that I believe in him. Lord, so we pray for for men, for women, for boys and girls right now to give themselves to him and believe in the resurrection. And in all that you do, we'll give you glory, we'll give you honor, and we will give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Do you believe it? Amen. Come on, come on. You still got time. Do you believe it? It is the center of our faith. Do you believe that? Come on, somebody. Come on, give your life.
3: The is going to come. in
0: Well, I have have one
3: coming. for the moment. Amen, amen. All right. Amen, amen. Come on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus.
4: Praise the Lord's name. Amen, amen. Uh Uh-uh, let's do better than that. Praise the Lord, saints. The Lord has brought us through a tremendous, uh, wonderful sermon from our pastor. And as he was preaching, I was sitting there listening to the Holy Spirit speak to me. And I was listening to what pastor was saying. And the Spirit told me, today is your day to testify. I said, okay, so I got kind of nervous, of course, but I have a great testimony and God is good.
3: Yes, he is, oh yes.
4: I really do oh, mean yes. that, God oh, yes. is good. Oh, yes. He don't have to be yes,
3: good,
1: yes.
4: but because of his mercy, Yes. And His grace. Oh yeah. God is more than good. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Let me get on with this testimony because I'm gonna try to shorten it. It's so much have happened, and I just don't know where to begin. But I think I'll be right here at Salem. A lot of you know of me. I'm pretty much like shouting John, <laughs> and. When I hear the word and the word is true and the spirit is moving in me, I'm up shouting, all I'm right. screaming, I'm hollering, I'm praising all the right, Lord. Right. But when I was doing that, I was saying something that I didn't quite understand. Mm. And the spirit was saying to me, just praise the Lord. Thank the Lord that he has healed your yeah, body. Yeah, yes. And yeah, I yeah, stopped yeah. one day and I say, I'm not sick. You know, what do I mean by the Lord healed my body? But to make this long story short, I was here one day, and I was shouting, and I started to feel ill. Thanks to Stephanie, thanks to Tammy, and thanks to uh, Derek Salisbury, I was always running upstairs because my blood pressure was just elevated, and I didn't know mm-hmm. where that was coming from. But they took care of me right here at Salem. Hallelujah. All right. All right. But it came to a conclusion. And the conclusion was just before we shut down from, you know, for COVID, the church had to close the doors. I was shouting and screaming, but I still didn't know why what was going on other than God was good to me. Yes, God. But I was at the house and I kept feeling ill here and there, and blood pressure kept coming up, and I kept going to the emergency room. Tammy kept calling Stephanie and, you know, for the support, but one day I went to Tammy, I said, um, I gotta go to the doctor, take me to my regular primary doctor, and she did. And when I got to my regular primary doctor, you know, she was saying to me like, You need to leave here, and I want you to go straight to the emergency room. And I was walked in and I was like, okay. So she started telling me a story about um, her friend had, you know, was not listening to her and she passed away. So now, I said, okay, I don't want this to happen to me. So I go on to the emergency room and it's right in the midst of COVID. So the doctor, she said, well, when you get there, I want you to really put some emphasis on that you need to be seen emergency. And so I chuckled a little bit. I said, well, I don't have to put no emphasis on that because I really don't feel that well. So on the way, I was by Northside Hospital, I said to Tammy, we stopped by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> okay. And when we stopped by Chick-fil-A, after that was over, we proceeded to the hospital, Chick-fil-A, right around the corner. Then I called my daughter, and so she met us over there in the parking lot, and we prayed. And, you know, at COVID time, can't nobody go into the hospital with you? So I had to go alone. So when I went in and I told them the story of what was happening with me, then this one lady was sitting in the emergency room. She was more scared than I was, cause she go like, you know, and I goes like, what's wrong with her, you know? Then the nurse came to me and she goes like, uh, do you feel your heart racing and beating this fast? And I said no, cause I felt normal, you know? So then they rushed me to the back and they had two or three doctors to come in and they left out and a couple of nurses was there. They was all good to me. So, but then they came to me and said, well, we need to keep you overnight because we don't want you to leave. Things is happening with your body and we need to keep you with your heart. So I said, okay, in the midst of COVID. So I spent the night there and immediately... The next day, the doctor came in and he said to me, we had to give emergency surgery on you. Mm-hmm. And I goes like, what? He right. goes like, yeah, we had to do emergency surgery True. and you know, this is kind of like life and death, okay. I said, okay, so they prepared me for surgery and come to find out I had to have a triple bypass heart surgery. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean they was good to me the doctors was good to me and everything and I went through this but the one thing that I want to say about this you know I didn't have to have a stint or nothing put in you know my body itself was strong enough and healthy enough All and well right. enough All and right. that's God
3: yeah, you see? that's, totally that's God
4: He prepared me. That's right. And he got me ready for this grand day. That's right. Because he knew what I needed. I didn't know what I needed. But God knew this day was coming. Oh, yes. So what I'm saying is that it's better to praise God it's better to have an insurance than to have insurance. Because I just heard Pastor say, and I just told my children just the other day, there was a guy that lived right next door that's been involved with my family for 20 years. He know my kids 20 years ago. He had passed away and is laying in his house for like, what, two weeks? And, and And I looked outside and I told my kids, I said, you know something? I said, it's better to have assurance than to have insurance. I said, because this man is gone and everything that he had, three or four cars, is stationary out there. You oh, know, yes. in the parking lot. But I say, I'm hoping that he had assurance. All right, because when we leave here, we can't take anything that's with right, us. So right, this is the time right. that we got to praise God. That's and we got to lift him up. Because we don't know what our 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 life is, con- is going to, to, to consist of. Or what's going to happen in our lives, you see. We just don't know that. Right. But God knows these things. Amen. He knows what is good for him. And to, 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 to wrap this up, I never got COVID. Forgive me, Pastor, but I never took a COVID right. test. I never took right. the shots. Thank God. I never took the booster, anything. I just went through what God had me to go through and he bought me out as well as I am today. And I'm doing good. And I give all the praise and honor and glory to God. If I want to say, not only that, I had a brother just before I went in. He was shot 11 times, and the bullet hit close to his heart, and they can't remove it. So he called me, and he said, the doctor said I died, but I came back, sis. He said, how could that be? So I started ministering to him about God. Then when I was after the surgery, I had a brother, not by COVID, he passed away. I had a sister a month later, not by COVID, she passed away. So, so many things was happening. But this testimony leads me to believe and to know that I have some work to do. You see, God did not save me for me. God saved me for him. God will save you for him too. But we just have to be obedient to God and stand. We have to sacrifice. We have to give ourselves to him. You see, you'll see me walking around here. I'm quiet and all, but I'm all about Jesus.
3: I'm about
4: Jesus because Jesus is all about me.
3: Amen. Amen, amen. God we serve is not only Jireh, but he is Rapha, the God who heals. Amen. Amen. We thank God for even all of you whom God has visited in places of sickness, but God has healed. Amen. Amen. So even for those our family have had to deal with death, thank God that he is a comforter and a keeper. Amen. I want to thank all of you continually for your giving continue giving and tithes and offering both those who are with us in the sanctuary and those who are with us virtually we want to thank you so much for your gifts to the local church so that you are blessing the kingdom of God. Just uh, one note for today uh, if you will save this day the women of Salem Friday April 21st 6 p.m. we will be hosting uh, a special women's fellowship to honor the first lady of the church. Amen. 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 Sister Beverly Phillips Haynes. <laughs> this will be a very special fellowship dedicated to recognizing the selflessness and dedication of the first lady. Amen. Amen. So just say that date April 21st, Friday, April 21st, 6 p.m. Amen. Amen. We are going to move quickly into our observance of the Lord's Supper. The officers will come to my
0: spirit and I always you you y'all know I'll stop the service and do what needs to be done I, I I don't want anybody to leave here in your mind thinking that this was my day I should have gone up I should have united I should have accepted Jesus Christ I should have gone I don't ever like to leave here feeling like I let somebody out. I just left you out and somehow I have that uneasy feeling. And so I, I just want to make sure I want y'all, y'all you by your heads. Please, Jesus, keep me near the cross. If you're here in the house, if you're here and your desire is to be saved, you, you want to accept Jesus Christ. I know the period is already passed. I know we've, the chairs are already gone. But if you want to accept Jesus right now, I want you to just get up from where you are and just come this way. If you desire to be saved, accept him as Lord and Savior. This is your day. If you desire to make this your church home, you made that decision, just sitting in the seat. I cannot walk out of here without giving you that opportunity to make sure that I've done everything. So if you're here, just get up from where you are and come on. Just, just come, Jesus. Keep me near the cross. You had that opportunity. Now, just get up, overcome your fear, and move right now. Come now. Yes. Watch come. Watch come. The cross. Oh, yeah.
3: to the throne of grace, sir.
0: Father God, I thank you for this day. <coughs> Bless us one more time, dear God. We thank you for giving us another opportunity to come to this table. Bless us, God. Yes, Bless this yes. congregation, dear God. Bless this service. You said uh, not to forget this blood and this wine. Dear God, we never forget what you did on Calvary. Thank you, God. We praise your holy and righteous name. In Jesus' name, amen. teaches us that on the night before Jesus was betrayed he took bread and after he had given thanks he said this is my body take and eat after which he took the cup and said this is the new testament the new covenant in my blood take and drink you all of it and as often as you do this You do show the Lord's death until he comes. That's the part of the gospel message that we often leave out. The part of the gospel message that sometimes we overlook. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. And when he comes, my prayer, is that he finds us the body of christ in remembrance of all that he has done for us god bless you god keep you is our prayer jesus jesus he saved my soul one day jesus jesus Just called Dion's name. Amen. amen. Uh, in prayer that the Lord would do what the Lord does. I want to thank, thank our sister for her testimony. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much for your testimony. Uh, all testimony is always good, but we're going to talk about that shot. <laughs> we're we going to talk about that shot. Hey, amen. We're going to take that out of that testimony. Amen. 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 Now may the grace of God we communion of his Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us now henceforth and forevermore let us all say
4: several ways to submit your tithe and offering online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give on cash app at dollar sign the church with zeal via the givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church P.O. Box 817 Lilburn Georgia 30048